1: Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you GarageLogic podcast number 724, November 1st, 2021. The high on this day was 77 degrees. That was in 1933. And the low was 10 degrees in 1951. But now note this. I also noted that 15 November warm temperature records were established on or before 1953. And I am constantly scolded. That that doesn't mean anything. Well, it does to me, because it means that nature is just cyclical, uh, does what it will. Now, just remember, on October 30, 1950, the record high was 83. On Halloween 1950, the record high was 83. And the very next year, in 1951, they established the low record on this day of 10 degrees. Yeah, start- see that, to me that means something. Yes, it does. It, it just it, it just means something. So there you have it. I'm a I'm a climate and expert. now,
0: From the mayor's <laughs> office,
1: above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks commissioner and keeper of common sense, your mayor Joe Souchere. I think the kids made a comeback last night. Oh yes, our indeed. neighborhood was
2: uh, packed, baby.
1: I-, yep. I just sensed a real comeback. But I'm I'm I disagree with the trend that they started at about 4:30. Yeah, we had a kid.
2: <laughs> We had a kid about that time at our place, but he was he was a little guy, so I'm going to guess that you know they didn't want to keep him up past his bedtime. Did you
1: see the great Twitter uh, video of a guy carrying around a dummy?
2: Oh my God! I laughed <laughs> yes. my butt off when I saw he that. Places <laughs> the
1: dummy at the door, and the kid stands there. It's not a kid; it's a dummy. And uh, people come out and say hi, and he'll, he'll say, hey, "He can't hear. Yeah, he's, he's, deaf. he's deaf." So he's they. Deaf. St- Dump stuff in his bag, and he picks the dummy up and walks to the next house. It was hilarious. The
2: best though was the guy that goes, "Oh my my ne- or my son is deaf," and he started to sign to him. And well, the guy said, "Oh yeah, I just, we gotta go." And he <laughs> <him>. <laughs> that was a pretty good. It was one. a pretty good bit. Yeah.
1: Scott Mature out in Montana writes, "This last Saturday, I experienced a wonderful little slice of what I believe is a classic example of Americana." The pancake breakfast. Oh boy! Oh yeah! I had to head to one in. Oh, uh, ha- I had, I had to head in to one of our locations early Saturday. And when you get down in the little area of town, you pass the school and fire department. These are hardworking ranchers and blue-collar families. The fire department garage doors were up, and at 7:50 a.m., the building was already packed with all ages eating breakfast, drinking coffee, and socializing, pushing back every day in a place I still recognize, Scott. And uh, Downing of Pumpkin fame uh, had some Americana observations. I was treated to. Joe, I had a
2: record year because you've mentioned my (laughs) (laughs) pumpkin.
1: I was treated to a double dose of Americana Sunday yesterday after packing up the pumpkin patch for the final time this season. As I headed down Highland Parkway just after 5 p.m., to my left were some youngsters going door to door in the guise of Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, a T Rex, and a giant banana. To my right were some great living Americans finishing up what might very well be their final round of golf for the season. At least for a moment, it seemed all right with the world. Now, that's Americana. P.S. We had 300 urchins at our door last night. Wow. The Halloween tradition is not dead. Most unexpected costume? A tiny Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I know where he lives. Uh, They must have just a hell of a lot of kids in that neighborhood. 300 kids. That's a lot. I bet I had I,
3: 40, and yeah, that's a, I, that was a record for me. I, I had 30, and that's the most I've had in five years. I had to eat out in the garage. I did bust one
2: neighbor kid, though. Yeah. Hey, 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 you've already been here.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and he kind of put his head down. and go, just get over here. You can have another one.
1: I had a fire going in the driveway. You did. And I was yeah. terribly neurotic that uh, I could not let any kid get near that.
2: You better explain how you were able to
1: have the Well, I have a solo stove. Thank you. And I yeah.
2: you weren't it. you weren't going canny on it and just I didn't
1: just throw some logs on the <laughs> on the street and light them on fire. I had I had the stove going and I didn't want any kid to uh, uh, get near that, so I uh, I I ate what we call my supper on my workbench yeah. so I could dash back out there in case somebody ran up to the driveway and i had a could, robe uh, on could, and it was very could, hard thank to thank you get i was gonna hand. say
3: could yeah. you tell people about your robe
1: it was I uh, I don't know where the CP got it. It was, a, it's an official vestment worn by bishops at funerals. Oh, God. And I don't know why. What did she know had, that. I don't know why she had. Well, it was very ornate with the, uh, uh, embroidery, red embroidery. Wow. And it was, yeah. But I, I had a hard time getting my hands out from, you know, like a Count Dracula thing. Sure, sure. So, and I didn't want to get any food on the, on the, on the vestment. So it was a hell of a night, John. Is I'm that, picturing uh, uh,
2: I'm picturing a lot of the neighbors uh, when they're rolling by the Sushri house and kind of elbowing the, yes. elbow the messes. Like yeah, look at look, look at Sushri over here. Look at him.
3: <laughs> look at that moron. Jeez, is, is that legal for you to wear that uh, vestment? I don't. think it was. I think it
1: was. What's the word I want when it's put out a commission? Retired? I think it was a retired vestment. Mm, I, I didn't know we okay. had it. She she just thought that would be a good idea. Throw uh, this thing out. Let me look it up.
3: Is I, it legal?
1: Well, I, It's fine. I'm not going to go to hell. If Why? I'm going to hell, it ain't going to be because of that.
3: I have uh, a brother-in-law who's a deacon. I'll just I'll just check oh, with him and see what what he has to say about that. You Let's know, get him thought, on the horn. Well, you act yeah. like I committed some sort of
1: blasphemy. Well, Joe, it's not our I rules. You were, I
3: thought you were trying to look like Count Chocula or something. I didn't think you're trying. You know, you had on a, a church vestment. Yeah, but that the the goal was to look like
1: Count Chocula well, You I, do. It just you happened do. to be a church vestment. That's all. <laughs> 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 the uh, the fellas uh, from around the world are meeting in... Scotland now, uh, pretending that they're uh, interested in saving the earth. Oh, sure. And we only have a new 10 years to do it. That's Biden's latest ten plan. Now? We have huh. a new, this decade has to be the decade. But uh, the Daily Mail, God bless them, they they put reporters on the scene just to count private jets. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. <laughs> Jeff Bezos' $77 million Gulfstream leads parade of 400 private jets into COP26, including Prince Albert of Monaco, scores of royals, and dozens of green CEOs as huge traffic jam forces empty planes to fly 30 miles in order to park the plane. <laughs> Mail Online watches plane after plane of dignitaries landed in Glasgow and Edinburgh for the meeting. Prince Albert of Monaco was among those choosing to fly private. Bank of America, which in PR documents boasts of its commitment to sa- to sustainability, owned one of the jets. Prince Charles is among those traveling by non-commercial plane from the G20 in Rome. Mail Online can reveal Boris Johnson is kicking off uh, the summit today, exhorting world leaders to back up their talk with action. This is uh, this is obscenely ridiculous. This is just obscenely ridiculous.
0: In if you Rome, offset your carbon, oh, it's God. the only choice for somebody <laughs> like me yeah. who is traveling the world to win this battle. It's a battle. Uh, I negotiated da, 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 the da, da. Paris Accords uh, for the United States. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been involved in this fight for years. I negotiated with President Xi to bring President Xi to the table so years, we could get Joe, Paris. Years. And uh, I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. Yeah. I have to fly to meet with people and you have get to things people. done. Yeah. But what I'm yeah. doing right. almost full time is working to win the battle of climate change. Yes, you are. And in the end, uh, if I offset and contribute my life to do this, uh, I'm not going to be put on the defensive.
1: Well, Russia, India, and China have made no commitments, and they're building coal-fired power plants as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're this, just
3: tiny places, though, Joe. They don't matter. Yeah, this,
1: is, uh, this is all silly. It has nothing to do with the climate. It has to do with uh, the financial life of the world and these frauds. Uh, Don't even realize that you quite literally—they could not have this summit without fossil fuels. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you had mentioned Halloween, and I know uh, I have certain issues with Rand Paul, but Mm -hmm. his—I believe I'm assuming it's his uh, wife—tweeted out a photo of their Halloween costumes in 2008, Mm -hmm. in which Rand Paul dressed up as ten trillion dollars in debt. Mm -hmm. It's
1: up to thirty now. Mm That was 13 years ago. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, who regularly lectures us on climate change, arrived in Glasgow fresh from celebrating Microsoft founder Bill Gates' 66th birthday on a $2 million a week super yacht off the coast of Turkey. Neat. In an event that generated fresh claims of green hypocrisy, he reached the boat by helicopter. Uh, okay, again, I'm not opposed to their wolf. I don't I if I had that kind of money, I, I I obviously would own a yacht. Sure. And a helicopter and a jet. Maybe a couple. But I'm not gonna <laughs> lecture you on anything. No. <laughs> you you frauds have to stop this. You're you not only are you ridiculous, you're foolish. You're you're just foolish. You you don't even understand the optics <laughs> of your own hypocrisy. You look like complete idiots. In Rome, Biden had a 38-car motorcade. I've been lucky enough to be in Rome. That clogged the streets. <laughs> a 38-car uh, uh, motorcade. And, and really what we're seeing now is that so-called poorer countries, what climate change means to them is we should pay them. We should pay them so they can catch up, whatever that means. Well, no, they want to build economies. So you'd be giving them money to help build economies. Uh, they're all at a castle in Scotland. It looks nifty as heck. And, uh, but please, please, uh, you people who are buying this nonsense, you've got to think critically about this. This has nothing to do with the climate. This has to do with an agenda that would completely reorder capitalism. That's all this is. It has nothing to do with what the temperature is supposed to be. 83 degrees on Halloween in 1950. November 1st, the following year, a record low of 10 degrees. Nature has always been variable. And to hear these vainglorious sops think that they can control nature is infuriating. You can't control nature. You are not bigger than nature. Got it. Man, man... H- hu- hu- human people, kind people are not bigger than nature. Now here's the Biden proclamation. This just came out twenty minutes ago. It was posted in the Pioneer press. It's an AP piece out of Scotland. and uh, the president uh, treated the already visible crisis for the planet, flooding, volatile weather, droughts, and wildfires as a you uni- no, they're they're the same as they've always been. The difference is, that more people now live in floodplains on beaches and uh, areas that get drought and wildfires it's the human loss that's that's changed nature hasn't changed well what about uh what
2: about electric cars though joe that will that will obviously help uh, fix all that woes us won't it
1: uh no oh. <laughs> uh, he apologized for trump's decision to leave the paris agreement and uh he said, the magnitude of the moment is crashing headfirst into the complicated global and domestic politics. Biden officials have scolded China for failing to commit to more carbon emissions, while the president is still trying to nail down his own climate investments in Congress. We get 10 years. This is the new 10-year run. This is okay. about the fifth so it starts sixth today. 10-year period. So today it starts. I believe it starts today. When so. the gavel pounded in Scotland at okay. the castle... That's the beginning yeah. of the new 10-year period.
3: That actually, our buddy John Kerry said that yesterday. He said, quote, Glasgow is the beginning right. of this decade race. Right. This is a race Okay. Got to, it.
2: Fight, to fight the fight. So we get till November 1st of 2031, and then we're toast.
1: No, it's over then. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. Biden told reporters Sunday night that he personally found the outcome of the Rome summit, the G20 summit, disappointing countering the positive assessments of his aides, and he put the blame on two rivals of the U.S. The disappointment relates to the fact that Russia, and not only Russia but China, basically didn't show up in terms of any commitments to deal with climate changes. That's because they want to build their economies and squash us. It has (laughs) nothing to do with the climate.
2: So uh, that's good to know because uh, my son turns 10 today, which is hard to believe. So when he turns 20... he's the oldest of the two. Yeah, he's the oldest. So that's good. Well, my wife's handling it very well, by the way, that he's turning 10. Um, He's saddened. So when he turns 20, I'll just say, hey, buddy, uh, it's been a hell of a run. Yeah. But uh, we're done.
1: (laughs) There are people that actually believe this crap. The Biden administration on Monday released its strategy for turning talk into reality and yes. in transforming the U.S. into an entirely clean energy nation by 2050. The long-term plan, filed in compliance with the Paris Agreement, lays out a U.S. increasingly running on wind, solar, and other clean enger- energy, Americans zipping around in electric vehicles and on mass transit, state-of-the-art technology, technology and wide open spaces carefully preserved to soak up carbon dioxide from the air. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Neither Russian President Putin nor Chinese President Jinping is attending the Glasgow summit. They sent some people. They sent some people, but they're not They're not going. Uh-huh. China under Xi has uh, firmed up commitments to cut emissions, but at a slower pace than the U.S. has encouraged. They're, they're not going to be told what to do. <laughs> they're not going to play. They're not going to play in this game. Mm-mm. This is ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. I, I can't take it. I can't take it. And I'm not a denier. The climate has always changed and always will. Speaking of the president, um,
2: were you planning on addressing his proposal of uh, giving $450,000 to... uh to people that uh, entered this country illegally? Well, it's an outrage. Are you
1: uh, you going to bring that up? I, I, I don't know what to say about it, other than that it's an absolute outrage. Alt- alt- can I tell you something else? I know it's off topic, but can I tell you something else? It's an outrage. Yeah, you, you should. It's your show. How many kids a week die <laughs> in Chicago from gun violence? Oh, my goodness. Six, seven, maybe? No idea. Yeah, a lot, yeah. None of those kids get any attention. But the media is obsessed with the Alec Baldwin shooting on the set of the movie, Rust.
2: Is it the elite nature? Is that, is that what we're going after? Well, or you're what going do you after so? the,
1: Obviously, this is, this, this is the fate of what modern news gathering has become. You know, let's, this plays well because he's a famous guy. You're going to get a right. lot of clicks. And That's the, exactly the right. The poor gal who died accidentally was very attractive. And, and this is going to be ongoing day after day after day. In the meantime, go to the Daily Stats in Chicago where people are dying every day. From gun violence mm-hmm. every day and this this Baldwin situation is going to be examined uh, frontwards and backwards for as long as CNN and the likes have nothing else to do hmm it's just it's a sadness it's a pathetic sadness that the the real problems of gun violence in America are in places like Chicago not on a movie set where you had a tragic accident And most of these kids and young teens getting shot in Chicago, that's not the result of a tragic accident. No. That's
2: gang warfare. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And it's trickling out, by the way. We mentioned this last week. It's no longer just inside next to the uh, country's tallest buildings. It's trickling out farther away. Mm -hmm. And wait Wait. wait till the big vote tomorrow, Joe. This vote tomorrow. Where is it? I got him off track. I'm sorry. He was on a roll.
1: Oh, I'm back. This vote comes tomorrow uh, when we learn today of the extraordinary increase in carjackings and robberies in the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. 72-year-old woman stopped when she heard a teenager yell to her from a distance. Alarm, she tried to shoo him away, but the teen and a friend rushed toward her, she said, grabbed her purse and beat her to the ground. The boys fled down the alley and abruptly turned back to steal her car as well. This is happening all over. It's happening on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. It's happening everywhere.
2: And I also think, because uh, I'm someone that monitors the secondary ticket market for your favorite football team, Mm -hmm. it's affecting that big time. Really? Oh, yeah. There has been very low demand for... uh, for And part of it's obviously because they're not very good. (laughs) But I do think a lot... Because even when they were bad, John, and it might have been the stadium being new and everything else... Yep, there were. I mean, I basically have been giving
3: tickets
1: away. <laughs> they looked terribly yesterday.
3: Yeah, they weren't very. good. Oh, just
1: awful. And that'll. I mean, I know. I,
3: can we go back to Alec Baldwin for a minute? Yes. Don't don't you think part of that also is, and the it's being driven by basically the more right like Fox News headline right now. Guess what it is? Hmm. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, New New York Post. Guess what their headline is right now? Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I think the fact that, you know, he's considered the enemy of, of some folks, I think they like to cover this story because it shows him in a bad light. So I think that's part of the thing with the uh the those types of medias going after. Well, you know, it is part of it. And, as opposed uh, I think to others.
1: that's uh, I think that's unfortunate for Baldwin. Uh, there's not a There's not yeah. <laughs> a, there's not a cell in my body that believes he thought he was going to kill a woman that day. Of course day the not. Set. No, of course not. And just because he did a fairly lousy Trump impersonation on Saturday Night Live. There's no reason to <laughs> condemn him to guilt for this. I wouldn't, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's not as good as Calvin, but well, they that's didn't true. not know about no, Colvin. that's true. Calvin's great. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Calvin's great because he gets into Trump's mind. Yeah. So what you mm-hmm. hear is exactly what you think Trump is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, see, I got a nice note from uh, Tim Bloom at EcoFun Motorsports. You did. Uh, on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Uh, he's offering winter heated storage for scooters starting at 240. That's my deal. An electric bicycle starting at 200. Now that includes fall winterization, battery tendering, tendering, and spring tune-up. Nice. Also, pick up and drop off in the Twin Cities is available for a fee. Not a big fee either. He's. I, I think I might be this week. I know I'm in early November. They're also offering an extra 100 bucks off all those gas-powered scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, youth ATVs, and electric bikes during 4Gellers during the month of November. This is a great, hey! You order your kids some microscope or toy erector set from Philadelphia, might not get here. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but but they got the inventory of wonderful Christmas gifts at EcoFun Motorsports. These are the coolest Chris, Christmas gifts for the people you love the most. They also have a new wall of Yamaha clothing and hats that make wonderful gifts. The, Tim used the word awesome. I refuse to say awesome. The Grand Canyon Sorry, is awesome. Sorry, Or a bear <laughs> charging you on Kodiak Island is awesome. <laughs> but, but a Yamaha hat, Tim, is not awesome. It's a cool hat. But she ain't awesome. Eco Fun Motorsports, really a great place for recreational equipment. On Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Once again, we want to thank Andy and his crew at Kahuna
2: Window Cleaning and Services for their partnership here in Garage Logic. You see, they take care of all the stuff around your house that you really hate doing. Window cleaning, gutter cleaning, pressure washing, roof washing. They will even put up and take down and store your holiday lights. They service the entire metro area from North Branch to Norwood, Young America. Kahuna is also a veteran-owned company and honored to be recommended by Trust Vets. Check this out. Throughout November, they have a great special on holiday lighting just for GLers. Whether you want the Clark W. Grizzly as well look or something a little more subtle they can handle it. They do all of the work. Seriously, all of it. They make the design to your liking. Purchase the high quality bright commercial grade Christmas lights you can't buy in stores. They professionally install the lights cut to fit your home perfectly and can even provide a timer. They maintain the lights throughout the entire holiday season and take the lights down and store them for the off season. Kahuna is offering all of the above for a special price of just $550 just for GLers. Schedule it right now at Kahuna Window Cleaning Dot com make sure you ask for the garage logic special again that's kahuna window you cannot stop him he'll just make a move joe sugeray
1: what do you have from uh, prince charles who is fancying himself to be a uh a climate expert, even though, keep in mind, everybody, this has nothing to do with the climate.
2: Uh, This is from our buddy, The Boogeyman, on Twitter. I was trying to pull this up as you were talking about. uh, This is from a gentleman by the name of Kyle Becker. Mm -hmm. Uh, He looks like he uh, provides content for Newsmax and Fox News, and basically, it's Prince Charles claims a vast military-style campaign is required to marshal a fundamental economic transition. Mm -hmm.
4: So, My plea today is for countries to come together to create the environment that enables every sector of industry to take the action required. We know this will take trillions, not billions of dollars. We also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. Here we need a vast military style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector with trillions at his disposal far beyond global GDP and with the greatest respect beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. Is
1: that it? Yep. Well, he said with trillions at his disposal. Who's his? Who, who's the person that would have the checkbook? Uh, I don't know what he meant by that line uh, with trillions at his disposal. I'm not exactly. Do you want me to replay it? No. Okay. Screw this
2: guy. But that's it's exactly <laughs> what you're talking. This is what it's all about. I mean, it is
1: <laughs> a military-style reordering of the world's economy. Yikes. This has nothing to do with the temperature. This has nothing to do with the ice caps. This has nothing to do with tornadoes, hurricanes, droughts, floods, and wildfires, all of which are natural and part of the plan for the planet Earth. But Joe,
2: think of the world we're leaving behind for our kids.
1: Yeah, a really screwed up one if this kind (laughs) of
2: BS happens. You know, you mentioned the yes for Minneapolis vote tomorrow. Yeah, I want to get back to the carjackings, too, because uh, I think it's pertinent to that vote. You guys, I'm really concerned this is going to happen. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, then Minneapolis is going to get what it deserves. It'll disappear. Yikes. Oh, did you get the email,
2: by the way, talking about um, uh, uh, Chief Axtell resigning? Sorry, uh, wh- help me. Who were who we talking about last week? I'm, the name is escaping me.
1: What are you talking about? We covered the resignation. Axel uh, did not resign. He will not seek reappointment. Correct. But uh, Arredondo coming but, out. Yeah. And then
2: Lisa Bender filing right. a, a grievance against him right. for that. Yeah. Uh, there was an emailer. I, well, I
1: I read the email, and there's a suspicion that the emailer believes that uh, maybe Arredondo was hoping for an ethics complaint so they would fire him, so he could continue to Thank you. Uh, get his money. Uh, as opposed to having this charter amendment pass, and somehow he is just uh, going into the dustbin somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're yeah, better, I did read
2: that. You're you're better at talking than I am. Yeah. Um, so, but that, I I thought, <laughs> that's right. I think that
1: there's some validity to that, don't I you? No, I have no idea, but I think he waited too long to express his exasperation. He had a great line. You don't often hear uh, such heartfelt lines from people in his position. Give me something. I don't care if it's written on a napkin. <laughs> yeah. Show me what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> right,
2: but don't you think waiting till when he did, when it's a, not quite
1: a week before election day, was important? What's the ethics complaint? You got the attorney general of the state that's weighing in on uh, don't vote for that or vote yes. His name's on the
3: TV. What, what the hell's the ethics it's complaint? A, the the city has a uh, whatever whatever you would call it where you can't. That people in that position, or any position like that, can't talk about any political issue. Then what's Allison issue, doing? Whatever. Well, he, that's he's just not a city employee; he's a state employee. This, city, this Council is a city, city, city Council President
1: Lisa City Council President Lisa Bender announced late last week that she filed an ethics complaint against Arredondo and Fry, uh, including the mayor's role in directing the planning. Or planning the event since the chief reports directly to the mayor because the chief appears to have used city resources, including the support of city staff, city logos, and MPD uniforms at a press conference explicitly focused on taking a position on a ballot question. Uh, Bender noted the city's charter requires local officials to report any violations to an in- so an investigation uh, can, can be concluded. Bender said... She believes Eridano's press conference specifically violated Code Section 15.110C that states a local official, employee, or candidate for elective office shall not use city facilities, property, funds, personnel, the city logo, the city seal, and other city resources to engage in political activity. She also noted the Minneapolis. Ethics officer Susan Trammell warned the Minneapolis City Council on May 12th to not develop an ordinance to provide a detailed plan for the, posed, for the proposed Department of Public Safety because it could, be, it could be perceived as campaigning for the ballot question. Yeah, B as not B, S as in S. <laughs> What's he supposed to do? Not wear his police uniform when he wants to tell you something?
2: Well, and this is just a, a quick gotcha moment, isn't it, basically, mm-hmm, by her? Mm-hmm. Really, Lisa, that's what you're worried about right now. Your city is crumbling to the ground. She doesn't
1: care, man.
3: She's leaving. She, yeah, and she and <laughs> she wants it to pass, so she's you know doesn't give a damn. What we're, so,
1: to, we're, uh, we're 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 dealing with some bad people, man.
3: We're dealing with
1: some bad people. That's an understatement. That are that are risking the uh, the health and uh, 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 commercial vitality of a major city in this country. That's why this election is being watched all over the country, if not the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. It's making every website that I consult every day. And what was the city?
2: Was it Austin? Remember the story you did, where they basically regretted going. Right, right, yeah,
1: right. Well, here's what you're voting on tomorrow. In the in uh, uh, upon the discovery of uh, this open season on on carjacking, uh, the brazen attack on that 70 year old woman. I'm sorry, 72 year old woman. There's a picture of the bruise she suffered oh. on her chin. Uh, In Minneapolis, fit a familiar pattern among a spate of violent carjackings throughout the Twin Cities this year, a troubling surge that law enforcement largely attributes to small groups of marauding teens. In many cases, juveniles use the stolen vehicles to commit other strong-arm robberies. It's open season out there, said the 72-year-old woman who spoke on condition of anonymity, because at least one suspect remains at large. We are not safe in this city, she said. Police say suspects tend to approach victims on the street, sidewalk, or parking lot, often while they're distracted with routine tasks. A significant number of armed stickups have targeted seniors and the unaccompanied and unaccompanied women at their vehicles on the Minneapolis South Side. You should be able to take groceries out of your car without fear, said Minneapolis spokes, Police spokesman John Elder, noting that the department responded to the increase in carjackings by adding investigators to the team handling auto thefts. Over the past five weeks... Police have logged more than 63 carjackings in the city. 63. Wow. MPD did not specifically track this type of crime until September 22nd because they were so infrequent. Previous cases fell under the larger umbrella of aggravated robbery and auto theft. But the agency created a new coding system after the summer months yielded an unusually high number of attacks. And this goes on and on to tell us... uh, In in a persistent wave of robbery since mid-July, a cab driver was shot after confronting two men breaking into his cab. A father of two was dragged a short distance when he tried to stop a man from stealing his vehicle with his wife and child inside. Mm -hmm. Juvenile suspects incapacitated motorists with chemical irritants in back-to-back Labor Day carjackings. Thieves stole the running car of a Domino's driver along with two handguns stashed inside as he approached a St. Paul residence to deliver pizza. And Wednesday, teenagers followed a St. Paul woman into her open garage and ripped her from the driver's seat by her hair as she talked on the phone with her mother. The spree comes amid a nearly unprecedented spike in violent crime, particularly shootings since the May 25th uh, killing of George Floyd last year. Fed up, citizens are flooding social media to warn their neighbors, encourage one another to arm themselves or at the very least to buy security cameras and small GPS trackers for their keys. Uh, the voters have a tremendous responsibility uh, to go into the polling place tomorrow with this information in their minds.
2: You know what we need? We need Royce to step up his game big time.
1: Royce? Vote
2: early, vote often. Pat, (laughs) hit every polling station you can.
1: That's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, And if you don't think this will ultimately affect... uh, the Twin Cities being one of the 13 or 14 metro areas in the country with all fa- all four major league sports teams, you're sadly mistaken. Of course, yeah.
2: and and the other part is, let's just say it does happen because I'm thir- I'm trying to do the reverse psychology. I'm thoroughly trying to convince myself that it is going to happen so that uh, it doesn't. But. Let's just say this does pass. It, it does get enacted. This, this is going to affect the entire state, not just the city of
1: Minneapolis. Well, yeah, Minneapolis is the economic engine that provides for the state. Right. And it's, it's not a very active town at the moment. No. No. Nope. It's, it's not bustling. Well, I told you guys last Sunday night when I went to the Stones concert,
2: I couldn't believe that there was hardly anything open. And there were, what, 60,000,
1: 50,000 people oh, at Well, my, my brother and his family said Monte Carlo was rocking. Was it? Okay.
2: Because yeah, yeah. where I parked, I walked by at least five different establishments, and not one of them were open. And this was 7.40, 7.30 at and, night.
1: And the night did go off well yeah. s- uh, in terms of public safety. You know, the gangbangers must have taken time out. Well, they wanted to be respectful. It was the Stones. And not Jill. shoot each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, man, when you go into the booth tomorrow... Uh, <laughs> Here's a woman, Susan Passens, had just thrown her car in park, made an appointment on her phone, and stepped out of her vehicle in the Linden Hills neighborhood when four teenagers surrounded her. The group shoved Passens to the ground, then pilfered her cell phone, bag, and car all in under a minute before a bystander chased them off. Ten minutes later, officers spotted her stolen black Audi less than two miles away at a reported robbery outside a nail salon. The car is yet to be recovered. Since the October 23rd attack, Passons has struggled to sleep and suffered flashbacks. For the first time in her life, she contemplated buying a gun. Today, women do not feel safe in Minneapolis, she said. Our once thriving city has become an utterly frightening place to live. Mm -hmm. And they're going to the polls tomorrow to reimagine public safety. Well, Joe, if
2: we bring the social worker in, then everything will be fine. (laughs) <laughs> By the way, uh, I have someone very close to me who is a social worker, mm-hmm. and I was chatting with her yesterday about this very subject, and she said, I don't want to go on these calls, <laughs> and I can't imagine anybody else well, would, Yeah, Who, who in the hell
1: would? Right. Yeah. You're taking your life in your hands. Oh, my God. Did you do any grilling over the uh, sports-packed weekend? Any... I didn't,
3: but I I, 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 I am going to fire up a meatloaf tonight, I think.
1: Uh, John, did you do any
3: Grunhofer's I... grilling? I did. I did yesterday. I did some uh, hamburger. Wonderful.
1: Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. That's the original location just north of downtown Hugo on Highway 61 and the new Grunhofer's location on Highway 97, just east of uh, Interstate 35 in Forest Lake for the best. Well, there's 139 different flavors of brats, and I got to think last night was a power-packed grilling occasion. What with the World Series on and the... uh, uh, Vikings uh, playing against Dallas. Based upon how Halloween. long
2: that World Series game was, yeah. you could have grilled for lunch and dinner. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Now they return to Houston tomorrow night. Yep. So plenty yep. of time to get to Grunhoffers and load up on the brats and the Wagyu steaks and burgers and meatloafs. You know the drill. It's just been the best discovery GLers have ever made for their palate. For their taste palette <laughs> it's just really really wonderful stuff Grunhoffer's on highway 61 just north of hugel and Grunhoffer's on highway 97 just east of interstate 35 in forest lake this guy wears many hats
0: just not indoors joe suchere
1: it must be noted if for no other reason than its triteness and predictability. <laughs> we got another anti-leaf blower column in the Come on. Oh, in, in the paper today. Minneapolis paper, a guest editorial by Margaret Renkel of the New York Times. She is an author, a frequent contributor to the New York Times on flora and fauna. Uh, She has authored uh, two books, one called Graceland at Last, Notes on Hope and Heartache from the American South, and uh, Late Migrations, a Natural History of Love and Loss. I am unfamiliar with her writing, uh, but this uh, was uh, a a typically trite piece on how she's so unnerved uh, by leaf blowers ruining the earth, Uh, and she even claims, now listen to this, Get the we don't know that ready, All will right. you? I or or you, No, where's today's environmental statistic? Oh, that's right. I, I forgot to add that to the page. I think we still have here's today's environmental statistic. <laughs> well, now we don't have to play it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, here's today's environmental <laughs> statistic. It's environmental statistic.
3: Here's today's environmental <laughs> statistic.
2: Bingo.
1: The gasoline-powered leaf blower exists in a category of environmental hell all its own. Spewing pollutants. Of course it
3: must spew spewing. Uh-huh. Carbon
1: monoxide, smog-forming nitrous oxides, carcinogenic hydrocarbons into the atmosphere of a literally breath- at a literally breathtaking rate. This particular environmental catastrophe is not news. A 2011 study by Edmonds, found that a two-stroke gasoline-powered leaf blower spewed, we got spewed in two sentences here, (laughs) spewed out more pollutants than a 6,300-pound Ford F-150 SVT Raptor pickup truck. Uh, We don't know that. Uh, We don't know that. Well, plus, if that's the case, lady, you should be happy. Because there's one hell of a lot more Ford F-150s on the road than there are leaf blowers. Yes, that's a good point. Uh, Huh? Yep. Plus, that's just preposterous uh, on the face of it. It's just there's no way to measure the context of that. You know how uh, I don't even want to deal with the stupidity of such a statement. Uh, Hydrocarbon emissions. Oh, here it is. uh, Jason Evan- Kavanaugh, the engineering editor at Edmunds at the time, noted that hydrocarbon emissions from the half hour of yard work with the two-stroke leaf blower are about the same as a thirty-nine hundred mile drive from Texas to Alaska. You know, in a Ford truck, I, I just don't believe that. No, that plus, can't possibly be true. Uh, plus, it's been my anecdotal evidence over the years. I have a leaf blower. I've they've never been used for thirty minutes. I don't I've never used one for 30 minutes. And no. I don't use them to to gather leaves. I think that's kind of silly. I know people do, but I don't use them to gather leaves. What I use them use to blow for? off the driveway. Sure. That's it. That's or it. Or blow out the garage floor. Mm-hmm. They're never in use for 30 minutes. Uh, the two-stroke engine found in most consumer gas-powered leaf blowers is an outmoded technology. Unlike larger, heavier engines, a two-stroke engine combines oil and gas in a single chamber, which gives the machine more power while remaining light enough to carry. That design also means that it is very loud and that as much uh, as a third of the fuel is spewed into the air as unburned aerosol. Spewed again. That's three paragraphs in a row with spewed. Spewed. (laughs) uh And then she's worried about the noise and and, uh, what have you.
3: Well, did you read earlier in the story? I can't read this whole
1: thing, John. It makes me vomit.
3: (laughs) Well, she went into the fact uh, to make us all feel guilty that we even have lawns. Oh, yeah. Uh, She she said nearly everything about how Americans care for their lawns is deadly. And my favorite part, lawnmower blades set too low chop into bits the snakes and turtles and baby rabbits that can't get away in time. I've never killed an animal with my lawnmower. I think i hit a frog once uh, we don't know that yeah just, just a frog that's
1: just all. it's just incredible how uh, people like this develop such a, an unusual mindset uh, that so defies reality mm-hmm. this woman actually believed a study that found that a Leaf blower is more damaging to the planet than a six hundred sixty three hundred pound truck. I don't think the truck is damaging the planet. I don't think a leaf blower is damaging the planet. You know what else I bet this woman believes in? Hmm.
4: So, ladies and gentlemen, my plea today is for countries to come together to create the environment that enables every sector of industry to take the action required. I bet she uh, I bet she <laughs> believes that. She's
1: worried about dust. Because dust can contain pollen, mold, animal feces, heavy metals, and chemicals from herbicides and pesticides. Imagine Mm. looking inside this woman's home and the fear with which she lives. My God, how does she function? I know. That's from a study by uh, some Yale uh, person, Sarah Peach of Yale Climate Connections. And then all that adds up to lung cancer, asthma, cardiovascular disease, premature birth, and other life-threatening conditions. This month, Governor Gavin Newsom of California signed a new law, making his the first state with plans to ban gas-powered lawn equipment, along with other machines like generators and pressure washers that use gasoline-powered engines. It really is something the way you you uh, people with, work yourself into these uh, twisted positions. And again, I go back to the. Uh, the so-called Climate Summit in Scotland, which could not exist without fossil fuels. They they just couldn't
2: have it. Read the part about asthma that she included in there, by well, the way. Well,
1: she's worried that the dust stirred up by the leaf blowers unleash this torrent of of uh, pollen, mold, you know, feces, heavy metals, and chemicals from herbicides and pesticides. But she said you can
2: develop asthma as a result of that?
1: And that adds up to increased risk of lung cancer, asthma, cardiovascular disease, no, premature no, birth, no. and other life-threatening conditions. No, uh, no We sorry, don't lady. know
2: that. You, you, you don't develop asthma over time. I've had asthma my entire life. It's something you're born with. Well, we're not into the biodiversity yet. Well, oh, maybe she doesn't identify as someone that has asthma, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but the trouble with
1: leaf blowers isn't, their, isn't only their pollution spewing. God almighty, lady. Get a <laughs> thesaurus. Spoon. Buy a thesaurus. <laughs> right. God almighty. But the trouble with leaf blowers isn't only their pollution spewing damage they do to biodiversity. Fallen leaves provide protection for overwintering insects in the egg sacs of others. Leaf blowers, whether electric or gasoline powered, dislodge the leaf litter. That is so essential to insect life the insect life that in turn is so essential to birds and other wildlife okay the idea of fertilizer and mulch can't be found in your local garden center Oh, the ideal fertilizer and mulch can't be found at Frataloni's. yes it can <laughs> they are available at no cost in the form of a tree's own leaves the best thing to do with fallen leaves is to mulch them with a lawnmower if your lawn consists of entirely unvariegated turf grass.
2: That's actually the only truthful thing she said. <clears throat> Mike Fratelloni also recommends not raking your leaves. I've
1: I'm I'm on. I've never been much of a raker.
2: You're not, huh? Not really. And you don't blow them like you just said. No, you just like you the cut them
1: off with the lawnmower. Yeah. You know I don't care. <laughs>
2: uh, By the way, speaking <laughs> of that, have you guys seen the video of the of the guy using the blower to? do the leaves all around the yard, no, and no. then the dog comes and jumps in and messes up the whole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good.
1: <laughs> well, your name is uh, Margaret Wrinkle, and uh, yeah. God bless you. I, I don't know how you can function on yeah. a daily basis how without you... so much fear. I yeah, No
3: kid. Yikes.
1: <laughs> and uh, she thinks that leaves uh, are much prettier than an unnaturally green lawn beat into submission by stench Spewing machinery. <laughs> That's six times spewing. Oh, yeah.
3: Spewing. Uh,
1: you know
2: what she has? She has a verbal crutch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she likes to use the word spew.
1: All those golden sugar maple leaves hold on to the light, and for weeks it looks as though our whole yard is on fire, even in the rain. Oh, Who could God. be troubled by a blanket made of light? A blanket keeping all the little creatures safe from the cold. Man, you are one sick human being! Wow. Okay, you're allegedly sick. Never mind the people that make leaf blowers, and that supports their family, and the truckers that deliver them, and the tool the and die.
2: Anyway, huh? The ones that
1: can. Right, anyway. the tool and die shops that make the little plastic parts, and the engine manufacturing, and and uh, lady, you couldn't have the summit You're probably glued to. Uh, if those morons didn't use a lot of fuel to fly over there in their private jets. Well Joe, they're fighting a battle. There are. There's a, it's a great it's a great war, and we only have this is our new ten year period. That's right. It's our new ten year period. Start the clock. And uh John Kerry, God love him. He's a superhero.
3: Superhero He's a John.
1: Superhero out to defeat. Like, you think he's change. got a uniform when he's uh, yes. winning this battle. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's like and that roll I wore last sure. night. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. investment. It's investment. <laughs> Why don't we come back with John Haidt's news?
0: Latte Schmate.
3: Here's Joe Suchere. Here's John Haidt. Uh, thank you, Joe. Chris, um, I don't want you to get letters and, and emails. Oh, please so help gonna, me I'm out. Just, yes. I'm gonna, nobody is born with asthma. Really? Yeah. You may you may be born with genes that dictate whether you'll get it as an infant or young child. Uh, in fact, it's estimated kids are up to three times more likely to develop asthma if mom has it, but you can get asthma any time in your life. In fact, there's something called adult onset asthma. Really? Where it's diagnosed after the age of 50.
1: I'm lucky. So, I've never had it.
3: Yeah, I I was allergic to uh, Christmas trees when I was a kid hmm, and why? the doctor called it allergies and my family hated me all my brothers and sister yeah. well cause <laughs> because I was told that I was Christmas born with it tree. so
2: I, I'm glad you corrected me on that John
3: yeah nobody's born with it apparently huh. from what uh, the AMA thing says here gotcha but okay thank you anyhow uh, in news uh, Monday is the last day that's today to vote early in this year's local election With that, efforts to sway voters on key ballot measures are ramping up. One of the ballot questions in Minneapolis addresses whether the city should replace its police department with... The Department of Public Safety. <laughs> While the movement has support, others say they're concerned about how it'll impact the ability to address violent crime. Uh, now, Mark Lakowski is Minneapolis Firefighters Union president. His organization, he says, does not support the question on the ballot, and it should be easy to figure out why. Lakowski says it's not political, but rather about their safety and public safety. He said in some cases, it can take police upwards of 50 to even 120 minutes uh, before officers can get to the scene. On average, it takes about 15 minutes for cases considered critical. He said if this measure passes, it will make response times even worse. Uh, During that time, Likoski said firefighters are there to keep everyone safe, but if the scene is considered dangerous, they're not able to do anything until police get there to make sure it's okay. The union president said crews are already under stress, making up time due to the police department already struggling to keep up with national standards when it comes to getting to an emergency. He said it all comes down to having enough staff, which ballot question number two, he says, could dramatically impact. A man died in the hospital after being shot Sunday afternoon in Minneapolis. According to the police department, officers responding to a shot spotter activation near the 3600 block of Fremont Avenue North at 1:18 p.m. Soon after, North Memorial Health Hospital notified police a man with a gunshot wound had self-transported to the hospital where he died. Police confirmed that he was the victim of the Fremont Avenue incident. 79th Minneapolis homicide in 2021, according to police. Police think the perpetrator and victim knew each other. The incident seems to be isolated. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is encouraged to contact Crime Stoppers or submit tips online. Um, Gentlemen.
2: Yes, uh, sir. Jordy just sent us a a video. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, President Biden was at a camera on him during the opening speeches right. and uh, fell asleep three no, different times. No.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, so he's probably got jet lag.
3: Jet lag, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, when you're fighting bad. a battle, you are. He's, he's, you get a little tuckered. You're tired. He's not. He's doing the doing the nodding off <laughs> deal. <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll happen. Thank you, Jordy. That just made me laugh. Star Tribune reporting, Uh, you talked about this a bit, Joe. I got some more numbers here. More than 440 carjackings in Minneapolis have been reported in 2021. That's a 38% increase compared with last year, according to city statistics. Most recently, several carjackings occurring over a period of hours on Friday in south Minneapolis, similar to a slew of cities where the incidents have been on the rise in recent months, largely committed by juveniles. Uh, The one that really sticks out... uh, Many instances of carjacking in the 4th Precinct involve ride-sharing operators, according to police, and if you're friends Mm -hmm. with uh, these folks on social media, you'll see they're uh, uh, reporting it often, and uh, they're quite worried more than 40 Uber or Lyft drivers have been targeted in Minneapolis alone in about one and a half to two months. And don't so, you uh,
2: dare mess with Shea Cab or you're going to have us to deal with, people. Exactly. In fact, uh, John, I'm glad you mentioned that. I got a text from a buddy of mine who I used to work in the service industry with. What is coming mm-hmm. up
0: on the ride? And, uh,
2: <laughs> and he, uh, since we stopped working at the bar together, he started to do ride share. He works for Uber on the side. He
3: quit about a month ago because of this. Because yeah. this very thing happened to him. There's a fellow who used to, and you know him too, who used to work PR for a local sports team who now drives, uh, and he had a, uh, a thing happen Saturday night that You're scared kidding. the heck out of him. You're no. kidding. Uh, he's fine, and everything was fine, but uh, it scared him. Let's put it that way. Wow. Uh, as the COVID-19 pandemic approaches its second anniversary, a disagreement over finances was flared up between the Met Council and Anoka County, which is balked at paying some of the North Star Commuter Rail's operating expenses due to the lines plunging ridership. Star Tribune reporting after remote work took hold during the outbreak, ridership on the North Star line, ferrying commuters between Minneapolis and Big Lake plunged 95%. Uh, Through August this year, 26,374 riders had taken North Star. That's it, through August. Mm. Uh, Talk has resurfaced again about North Star's fate, with some suggesting it should just be mothballed and replaced with bus service. Scott Schulte is the chair of the Anoka County Board. He said ridership on North Star has been disappointing since service began in 2009, and the pandemic underscored the need to do something about it. He said there's nobody on the train, but we're paying full fare. For now, North Star service has been cut back four trips a day during the week and no weekend schedule or forays to downtown for special events. That thing only travels four trips a day? Four trips a day. Mothball it. The, wow! Uh, so cut your losses? Yep. The uh, public subsidy in 2010, uh, 2020, the most recent figure available, $97.34 per ride. $97.34 <laughs> per ride. Uh, good wishes and thoughts out to Carol Evans' boy uh, Hubert, if you missed it. Uh, he's, of course, uh, one of the most admired reporters in the country. Announced he last is fantastic. Night he has, yeah, he announced last night he had cancer. Hoopert, uh, best known for his weekly feature Land of 10,000 Stories, revealed the diagnosis on CARES Evening News broadcast, told Randy Shaver, who himself has battled cancer, it's a punch in the gut. The 59-year-old Hoopert, uh, why am I having a problem saying that, is suffering from multiple myeloma, an uncommon blood cancer. He's already started chemotherapy, hopes to get a bone marrow transplant next year. He joined CARE back in 1996, has earned more than 100 regional Emmys and 19 national Edward R. Murrow but isn't awards. the
1: good news for boyd that you can live a long time with this yes with the proper yes. cure i think colin paul had multiple myeloma and he was 84. yeah
3: yeah and yeah. the he said the early diagnosis yeah uh, was especially helpful
2: that yeah they'll, well they'll best be able of luck to, to him a, basically yeah. what you need to know about boyd's work is he's going to make you cry
3: He's that good. He does do a good job. His stories uh,
2: are fantastic.
3: uh, I've told this before. My brother uh, was a news director for many years and a a general manager of TV stations in North Dakota. They used Boyd uh, as an instructor. He would come in once a year and sit all the reporters down and they'd talk about how to put stories together. Uh, So that's, I mean, he's well respected, obviously, in the field. The Supreme Court is taking up challenges to a Texas law that has virtually ended abortion in the nation's second largest state after six weeks of pregnancy. The justices are hearing arguments today in two cases over whether abortion providers or the Justice Department can mount federal court challenges to the law. In neither case is the right to an abortion directly at issue. But the motivation for lawsuits filed by abortion providers and the Justice Department is that the Texas law conflicts with landmark Supreme Court rulings that prevent a state from banning abortion early in pregnancy. A look at various polls shows President Biden nine months into his presidency not doing great as far as the polls go. America sees him similarly uh, to the guy he beat, Donald Trump. Why it matters? Well, independents are turning on Biden. Shocking numbers of people see the nation headed in the wrong direction, and people see incompetence and chaos. An NBC News poll out yesterday finds 54% of Americans disproving of Biden's performance. Uh, His unfavorable favorable rating in the poll is almost identical to Trump's in the same survey, Uh, 40 for Biden and 38 percent for Trump, according to NBC, 71 percent in the NBC poll, including 70 percent of independents and even 48 percent of Democrats think the nation is headed in the wrong direction. A new Gallup poll says much the same. His uh, 42% approval rating is the lowest for any president in October of the first year, going back to Dwight Eisenhower, except for President Trump, who was at 37%. For, uh, 538's poll tracker has Biden at 51% disapproval rating. What are you doing? I don't
0: have internet. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've, I've, I know I've chosen to be rather quiet during this first portion of this show. You haven't said much. No. I just choose to, I think today I was just going to listen. Yeah. I, just, I think it's a good thing. You know what Judge Judy told me
2: once? You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Rook, exactly. A great I'm, job. I'm just listening today.
1: Yeah. I'm, that's my how was, your ha- how was your Halloween? Stellar. That's right. Huh? Was it?
0: He was the Halloween Stellar. Guy.
1: We had a lot of kids.
0: Uh, we did. It was, it was uh, unbelievably busy.
1: Downing had 300 kids. You're kidding. Over lives over there right, right over there. And right I'll tell there.
0: you what, if you want a fun thing to do, do the gutter thing. I'm gonna do that every I year. Almost, now. I almost I almost pulled that love off this year. Kids absolutely love it. It's yeah. just something to, to to do and it was a it was a good time.
1: Here you go, Johnny. Uh, I'll say Johnny Johnny. Johnny. Go ahead. But yes. yes.
3: well, speak, speaking of that, Rook, the need for liver transplants because of heavy drinking oh. soared <laughs> during the yeah. pandemic. Tell me about according, <laughs> according it. Again, I'm listening. I'm listening right now. Researchers found the number of people who got a liver transplant or were put on a waiting list due to alcoholic hepatitis was 50% higher than what was forecast based on pre-pandemic trends. Can we just call it hepatitis? Instead <laughs> of
0: alcoholic hepatitis, that kind of is an adjective I don't need. Yeah, blend us all in together. Is it easy? Do you just? Is it like liver trans? Liver city? Do you, is it easy to get a liver <laughs> transplant? <laughs> I don't city. think it's that easy. Joe's going to
2: budget liver. Budget
0: yeah. liver, <laughs> 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 slightly
3: with, used. Uh, <laughs> with, with alcoholic hepatitis, the I liver, got a ricey belly laugh yeah. out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> liver stops yeah. processing alcohol, and instead, oh, yeah. what do you, you got? got? Morbidly <laughs> obese. Morbidly <laughs> obese. <laughs> he doesn't like that term. No, it does not. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The liver stops processing alcohol and instead creates highly toxic chemicals that trigger inflammation. (laughs) That inflammation can kill off healthy liver cells, creating irreversible damage to the liver. Uh That may force the patient to get a liver transplant to survive. I got a question.
0: I'm I'm choosing not to listen right now. Um, But I want to participate. Is there, do we know what level? Do we know where We don't uh,
1: even want to talk anymore about this. We, we want John to continue with the But see, what I like to do, Rook, is,
2: okay. is to combat uh, the liver damages. I like to swallow down one or two monster energy drinks every morning oh to kind of
0: get me going. That's what's going to kill you. It me. Cleanses,
2: uh,
3: cleanses the liver a little Death bit. Death
0: by Explosion City. <laughs>
3: 400 babies. <laughs> but, uh, a survey published this morning by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services John. Administration found Jesus. that American adults had really claimed that they out. drank they claim that they drank about the same amount of alcohol during the pandemic, uh, but sales figures suggest otherwise. Right. Researchers on the study noted alcohol sales increased sharply in March 2020 and stayed about the same elevated level for the rest of the year. Did you see the story in the paper over the weekend about the munis? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. They're up. Yeah. The the munis all made a lot more money yeah. Yeah. last year yeah. than yeah. they had the previous few years. Yep, at all so, COVID, yep. Yeah. A
0: I think will- I sent the uh, the Gorman family over at Midway Liquor on a, a family vacation for about three weeks. Yeah, so. yeah.
3: <laughs> a knife wielding man dressed as the Joker went on a crazed rampage aboard a Tokyo commuter train Sunday, stabbing at least seventeen people and starting a fire before finally being taken into custody. The unidentified attacker brandished a knife, began slashing passengers aboard the crowded Keio train near the Kokurio station while wearing the Batman villain's costume. One witness said, I thought it was a Halloween stunt, but then I saw a man walking this way, waving a long knife covered in blood. Passengers scrambled to escape, some climbing through train windows, others fleeing to other cars. smoke began to fill the train after the suspect poured a flammable liquid and set it on fire. Police arrested the man, but not before he'd wounded 17 commuters, at least one now in critical condition. Authorities did not reveal a motive for the attack, but local outlets reported the attacker said he wanted to kill people so he could be sentenced to death. The incident marked the second stabbing aboard a train to the Japanese capital in August, one day before the closing ceremonies at the Tokyo Olympic Games. 36 year old man stabbed 10 passengers aboard another commuter train.
0: Doesn't sound like he's really thought that one out. No, no.
3: No. Kenny Chesney's twice postponed return to U.S. Bank Stadium has been rescheduled once again. This time with a couple of big name support acts and a new 2022 date that might be problematic for Minnesota country music fans. Dan and Shea and Old Dominion will join the No Shoes Nation leader in Minneapolis on September on excuse me on Saturday, August sixth of 2022. Well, that happens to be the same weekend that We Fest is scheduled in Northwestern Ooh. Minnesota. Oh boy, yeah. Tickets for Chesney's previously scheduled date will be honored at the Viking Stadium. New tickets on sale via Ticketmaster or prices ranging from $38 to $285, plus fees. Kentucky reared rising star Carly Pierce was also announced as an opening act. Uh, I'm, I'm glad Kenny's not here today because uh, this story, a rare flower nicknamed the penis plant, bloomed at a Netherlands no. University's no. botanical garden, a rare occurrence. Is this in the Europe. one that smells? It does smell, yes, yeah. as a matter of like fact. Like what? How'd uni- <laughs> <laughs> it get its name? I thought I was okay without Kenny here. I might not be. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is a stink plant out there. Is this yeah. it? The University of Leiden said no, the pe- pe- no. penis plant, known scientifically as Amorphophophilus mm-hmm, Dicus sure. salve, blooms only once every two decades. And if the he's lucky. <laughs> and the university's botanical garden hasn't had one of the plants bloom since '90. Uh, 1997. Uh, It's known as the penis plant because, of course, it's uh, phallic in shape. Okay. The school said it's rare. Creative name, right. (laughs) It's rare for the Indonesian native plants to bloom in Europe due to the vastly different climate and weather conditions. The plant that bloomed this month is six years old and researchers noticed it was budding in mid-September. They made arrangements to allow the public to see it and experience its famously foul odor which is often compared to rotting flesh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Freddie the Gardener
1: had one in, in the studio yeah, one time. Yeah, in. I think that was the plant, but I don't this recall is... using that name for it.
3: You yeah, know, you're probably correct. Anyway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably correct because this one is a smaller cousin of... Uh, you, you often see the video of the big, smelly yeah. one. Yeah. That's known as the corpse flower.
1: Yeah, I this think, is, that, I think I'm is... thinking of the corpse <laughs> flower. are
3: thinking of the corpse the, flower because well, I... Well, this is, Go yeah, on. a smaller cousin of the corpse flower.
0: I highly... I, I really don't believe that uh, Freddie the Gardener would have brought in something no, called I don't the, think so. the no. penis flower. Well, no. you know what he said. We
1: ain't going to smell it with this wind. Amen no. to that. No. It's
0: not smell radio. That's why.
1: John, thank you. That
3: was enlightening. End me on that one. <laughs> yeah. on that one. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Schmelz Countryside? Right. I've heard of them. Well, they're working hard to find your inventory for you. You go to their websites. I think what's happening is you place your order, and the minute it arrives, you're going to get a new Volkswagen, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo from Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood on the corner of 36 and 61, mm. multi-generational dealership. Zero percent for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagens except the four. And zero uh, percent for up to 72 months on Fiat models. Zero percent nice. for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models, including the Stelvio, which they do have uh, on the lot. They are fantastic. I've owned one. I might own another one. I love those. Stelvio is named after the winding mountain highway in Italy. Mm. Go to SchmelzVW.com for inventory. SchmelzFiat.com for inventory, which is beginning to re-arrive now. We're going to get that lot full again one of these days. And com. Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo in Maplewood.
0: It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Emailer
1: Steve wants to know I can't remember her full character name. Morgan P. Merriweather? Oh, uh, something <laughs> like that. Are there still radio bits available? I wanted to share them uh, with some euphorians in Milwaukee. Thank you. You're thinking of Morgan QE Wolf Slattery. That's right. And I think a number of her bits are on the uh, best of GLCDs, aren't they, Rook?
0: Mm hmm. Can you still get those? Uh, I think on the Garage Logic website, you may be able to look and listen to them, but yeah. I don't know if you can buy them.
1: And only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, where the uh, worldwide tour by the Lymans is in their ninth year, okay. ninth year ninth of traveling year. the world. Uh, on this wow. day in 1841, Father Lucien Galtier dedicated his log church to St. Paul the Apostle of Nations. This name is deemed superior to Pig's Eye, the community's previous (laughs) moniker, and St. Paul is incorporated as a town on this date in 1841. Uh, That structure later served as a school, uh, and in 1856, its logs were dismantled, numbered, and hauled up the hill to the St. Joseph's Academy construction site, Unfortunately, the plan to rebuild the chapel as a historic site had not been communicated to the workers there who oh. used the logs to warm themselves and the coffee. <laughs> no. Yeah, they had a couple of no. fires there. There went the old historic church. Ernie, where'd you Whoa. get the wood? Huh? Whoops. <laughs> and on this day in 1976, the first issue of the Circle newsletter was published by the Minneapolis American Indian Center Containing stories about the lives and values of Native Americans in the Twin Cities metro area, the newsletter newsletter would become a newspaper in March 1980 with a grant from the Dayton Hudson Foundation. Very nice. On so. this day, which is November 1st. Thank you, GLs. The first day of our final 10 years.
2: That's, That's it. Right. We're, we're in our final 10 years to fight the uh, climate. I'm going to forward you a story that Jordy just sent me, Joe. Yeah, Downtown Chicago shootings. I saw it.
1: They're up 220%. Two hundred and twenty percent.
0: Hot damn. Mm -hmm.
1: In a year. Let's have more stories about Alec Baldwin. Chirac. Wow. All right, let's hit let's go here. We gotta do Monday Night Sports. I am ready to to go. go. (laughs) Going
0: to the bank already, are we? No. Uh PodMN is your audio (laughs) bank for podcasts. They've got all sorts of podcasts that you will thoroughly enjoy. Poke around in the library. On your smartphone, it's PodMN on your computer, PodMN.com. Speaking of poking around, I'd like you to poke around the <laughs> Facebook page of Garage Logic. Like it, watch it, learn it. There's all sorts of great new postings, as well as the YouTube page. Subscribing to the YouTube page on Garage Logic provides you with hours of endless entertainment, whether you want it or not. Garage Logic on YouTube. Subscribe today. Cha. Ja. Post Halloween chas. All Saints Jazz.